Paso a Paso <laughs> Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Paso Paso Podcast. My name is Miles, and I'm happy to be here with you. On today's episode, we'll be speaking with Christina from Children's Trust Fund and Taos Loves Kids. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, uh, my name is Christina, and I am the coordinator for Children's Trust Fund, um, and um, it is under Taos Loves Kids in the Community. Wonderful. Would you like to share a little bit about your program, where you're located, and some of that other basic information so people can get to know Taos Loves Kids? Uh, so Children's Trust Fund is located at 413 Sipapu Sip- Street. We're in the same office as Taos First Steps. Yes, Taos First Steps, another friend of the show. Um, can you share a little bit about the programs you offer? So we provide classes for parents, grandparents, and caretakers uh, in our community. Yes, shout out to all the grandparents raising grandchildren as well. What sort of classes do you provide through Taos Loves Kids? So currently we offer Love and Logic, Emotional Intelligence, Parenting with Emotional Intelligence, Crock-Pot Nutrition Class, Circle Security, a Childbirth Prep Class, and an Infant Massage Class. That's a great variety of options there. Um, it sounds like historically uh, only people in Taos can enroll in these classes, but now it's open to a wider variety of people, correct? Because we are offering the classes over Zoom. Um, so if they're interested in participating, they can just call me and register, and um, I would forward that Zoom link to them for, so that they can connect during the class. Okay, cool. And uh, what would be a good way for people to reach out to you if they are interested? So they can just contact me at uh, 575-751-8904. That is my direct number. Uh, And uh, just leave me a message and I'll get back to them and um, register them for the classes that they're interested in. Great. Thank you. How would someone listening know if they're a good match for your program or classes um, if they're considering getting involved with Taos Loves Kids? So the way I see it is like, if, if you have a child in your life, then you're welcome to participate in the classes. We want to be able to support um, the families, caretakers, teachers, grandparents, parents in the community who would like to participate in the classes. Um, not when something's not working, which if that's the case, then absolutely we, we would love for you to connect with us but also when things are working, just to be able to know that there is resources out there uh, for them to be able to feel supported and connected. Regarding COVID, um, sometimes, uh, oftentimes, this virus and the period we're in now affects services. I noticed you mentioned that the meetings are on Zoom. Is that the only way that services may have been changed uh, for Taos Loves Kids during this time? So we are absolutely um, con- uh, offering the classes over Zoom. We did transition into that based on uh, this current situation and then also being very aware of the community's needs and um, capacity at this point. Uh, um, in regards to involvement, it has impacted um, because I feel like everything is being done online right now. And so that is uh, an additional thing that they have to now uh link into. However, we are able to um, have the families connect with us, even if the child is in the home with them during the the, um, the classes, we welcome that, we support it. Um, they can, you know, stay on mute if they need to. Uh, that's, you know, we just really want them to know that we're out here and, and still available for them to be able to have uh, a connection um, with other parents in the community during the class, 
Um, if they ever have any questions, they can contact me and I can, you know, either connect them to resources in the community, register them for a class. That's, you know, we're really just available for them. Great. Um, and, you know, during COVID-19, oftentimes uh, it changes the ways in which our programs operate here in Taos. You mentioned that the meetings are now online. I'm wondering, um, I imagine you partner with other organizations to ensure that the parents and grandparents that participate in Taos Loves Kids uh, feel supported. How do you do that? And and so Children's Trust Fund, um, we uh, pretty much it's through classes that we would have the, the families participate in the community. And so um, during the class, there is other parents or grandparents, uh, caretakers in the community that they can connect with um, and, you know, feel supported with during the class. Um, if one of the families in the class um, needs one-on-one -on -one support, then we try to determine what uh, program in the community is able to uh, provide the support that they're needing if they qualify for the first steps. Um, and the only requirement for first steps is pretty much that you're either pregnant or the child in the home is under three, um, or the child that you have in your family that needs the services is under three. Um, and so we would be able to connect them to first steps and they would get a home visitor that then would connect with them one-on-one -on -one based on um, the family's uh, time availability, their needs, um, also, uh, you know, we're able to connect them to other agencies in the community. If the child is over the age limit for first steps, then we reach out to Tiwa Babies in the, in the Pueblo or um, the Head Start in the community. It really reminds me of the concept of Paso Paso Network and all of the organizations and individuals that are part of the network and provide services to families in Taos. And I know that you've worked with and for other organizations uh, in the past, and it's wonderful that Taos has so many different opportunities that are largely free resources for parents and families. Um, and if one organization doesn't provide a service, they know someone uh, that does and can refer the family that way. Is that kind of your experience here in Taos with uh, the Paso Paso Network and the other organizations you collaborate with? In regards to other agencies and the agencies we work with and are currently connected, I absolutely feel that um, I think our main priority as um, you know agencies who work with families is making sure that that family is connected to the resources in the community, that everybody has the availability um, and awareness of what resources are out here in the community um, so that if, you know, for example, they come to me and they at that point don't need to register for a class, but are seeking support in something else, I will definitely connect them to another agency in the community to make sure that their needs are being met. Um, and I truly believe that all the agencies that we work with in this community um, have the same um, understanding and um, awareness of, you know, at the end of the day, it's about what benefits the community and their needs. Can you give us an example of events you've held in the past and maybe the ways in which uh, the families that have participated have benefited or how they've reacted? Uh, for Children's Trust Fund or just in general? Well, I guess it's up to you. Uh, it's wonderful that you're aware of uh, activities of other organizations as well. Um, but I guess uh, share whatever you'd like. Yeah. Um, so currently for Children's Trust Fund, um, you know, I'm new to this position and I was a facilitator prior for Children's Trust Fund. And before that, I was a home visitor. Um, I think what 
you know, based on where I was in those positions, I think the one thing that we would really hear is, you know, sometimes not be, being able to get to the places that these um, events were happening, um, you know, or time was sometime, sometimes a, a barrier. Um, you know, most of our families are working families. And so the time of the events were just not uh, accessible to them. Um, the one thing that I, I can say with certainty is that through Children's Trust Fund, we really uh, try to figure out what works for the facilities, facilities that we are going to be connecting with and providing classes at um, to have an understanding of what the family um, ha can do within that facility. For example, um, we offer the classes, you know, on the south side of town to make sure that those families who cannot drive across town have access to classes, um, you know, and, and vice versa. We then move them to the north side of town just to make sure that the families who can't get to the south side have access to classes in that area. And so um, I think, like I said, two of the things that we hear from families is just, you know, time and um, being able to get to the events based on where they're held in the community. Well, it's great that you're aware of those challenges and uh, take action in considering where your events are held and how to reach out and support families who have an interest in participating. Uh, you mentioned, and I'd like to discuss again, some of the events you have coming up. Um, these are free opportunities for families to participate, and I'd love to share those again right now. Absolutely. Um, so we are currently in our fall semester, which is July 1st through December 31st. Um, and we have already offered two Love and Logics in the community that have um, started and finished. And I'm really excited about those. Um, currently, what we have that's um, coming up is our Crock-Pot Nutrition class. Uh, and that will be on September 29th. It is from 5.30 to 7 p.m. It is a one-time class. And it is going to be over Zoom. Um, we will put together a few recipes to create with the families during that hour and a half class. The families will register with me, pick up the food packages that um, they're going to use during the class with the facilitator. So it's going to be very hands-on. Um, and then we get to eat dinner together over Zoom and just kind of, you know, unwind and try to support the families that are participating during the crop pot class. The crop pot class nutrition class itself is uh, not only going to be prepping healthy snacks, but also talking about the nutritious value in them and, you know, how impactful it is, the choices that we make of what we put into our bodies. Um, so that's going to be a great class. And that's going to be a bilingual class. So we're going to offer it both in English and in Spanish. So everything that gets said in English is then going to be translated in, Sp in Spanish during the class. Um, so that's something really exciting. So we want to open it up to the community, the Spanish speaking community. Um, you know, this is a great opportunity for them to participate in this class. Um, so I'm excited about that. And then the next class that starts in October is Circle Security. And that is eight sessions, eight classes. It is once a week for eight weeks, um, an hour and a half class, and that is going to be over Zoom as well. That is open to the community. And either of these classes, they just need to call me, register. We reserve their spot. As the classes get closer, we connect with them over email, send them a link, any questions. I'm always available um, to answer any questions, support them in any way that I can. 
And what is the best way for people to uh, reach out and connect with you? So the number they can reach me at is uh, 575-751-8904. And I'm in the office Monday through Thursday, 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. If they do reach me after or during work hours and I don't pick up, um, I ask that they just leave a message with a phone number and I will get back to them. Well, thank you, Christina, for joining us here on the Paso Paso podcast, uh, sharing all that you do and doing all that you do. And we certainly look forward to having you back on the program and sharing some news and uh, future events with our listeners. I appreciate it, Miles. Thank you for all you do. Great. And uh, thank you for listening. This is the Paso Paso podcast, a service of the Paso Paso Network, a Taos, New Mexico based um, group of early childhood support programs and individuals. Uh, we have monthly meetings. We also have a website that is pasotaos.org. On there, there's quite a few uh opportunities, um, events, uh, news on our blog, as well as a link to this podcast series. If you'd like to subscribe, hopefully give us a good rating and listen to other episodes. We once again, uh, really appreciate our partnership with KNCE 93.5 FM here in Taos and their airing of these programs. If you have any questions about Paso Paso, anything you hear on these interviews, or if you are a parent or family member of a young child and are seeking services in Taos um, or just need some help problem solving, feel free to reach out to us. Again, uh, pasotaos at gmail.com. And uh, as I mentioned before, the website is available also. That's pasotaos.org, and you can go to the contact page. Beyond that, there's a new section um, that provides a gateway of opportunity for our community members to become employed with the various early childhood centers that exist in town. Um, we also post those job openings on our blog. In addition, if you want to visit pasotaos.org and click on um, the Families tab, there is a whole section that hopefully can help you with some problem solving, whether you're looking for activities or uh, referrals um, for programs that exist. Um, an interview we'll do shortly in the future that may be of interest to you is a wonderful free program called uh, Imagination Library. It was started by Dolly Parton, of all people, and I and my child participate in it. Uh, just by signing up um, your young child, you can receive a free book that is age-appropriate mailed directly to you every month for many years to come and is a wonderful resource. Thanks again. Have a wonderful day. And until next time, take care of yourself and the families you love. Paso a Paso. <laughs> Podcast.